Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, what is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back with a bit of a special edition of the podcast, I guess you could say. Uh, Dean Wilson came on the podcast uh, at both of our live deals that we did uh, for Nobby Underwear at OzX Open and then again at Auckland. Uh, so I just thought instead of having you guys have to either listen to both or just scroll through to get to the Dino stuff, being that he is a bit of a superstar these days, uh, I thought I would just cut both of those sections out and put them neatly into one podcast on iTunes for you guys. Dean is a guy that has been a friend of mine for a really long time and we wanted to make a standalone podcast happen uh, while he was in the Gold Coast, but it just didn't work out. Uh, obviously, he had that bit of a uh, traumatic experience at the riding school with his lovely girlfriend, Sarah, getting cleaned out, uh, broke her nose, but she took it like a champ. Um, but yeah, so we didn't make it happen. Um, but I think he is a fan of the uh, Oz X rounds in the off season, and I would almost guarantee... Uh, barring any unforeseen circumstances that he will be back and I think we'll just make sure that we get one done Uh, so yeah just wanted to chuck this one up on iTunes for you guys so it's just easy to listen to Uh, so yeah thank you very much for listening thanks to Dean for giving us time on both of those uh, race days Uh, just got to give a quick shout out to our sponos brah boost mobile as you guys know they are australia's best prepaid service provider on the 4g telstra network um we streamed these podcasts actually on the boost boost mobile network uh i literally just hot spotted my phone to my computer and streamed live to youtube and facebook so that goes to show the kind of uh speed that you have uh, on that network uh, secondly got to give a shout out to the homies at nobby underwear uh, so much uptake on uh, you guys actually signing up to nobby which i guess speaks to how good the product actually is uh, these guys are not only sponsors they are now really good friends they're just good people um, so awesome to keep reading those ads and making uh, sure you guys know that you need to join the Undy Club. Uh, lastly, 
our new sponsor for this month, mcas.com.au. That's the Motorcycle Accessory Superstore. Uh, they have a massive Christmas sale going uh, on now. You can head to mcas.com.au, check that out for yourself. And you can also use the promo code GYPSYGANG in all caps. Uh, that gives you a further 5% off. Uh, might not sound like a lot, but pretty much everything in the store is already discounted some stuff up to 70% off uh, the 30% off uh, motocross apparel 50% off uh, Renthal twin walls which are my bar of choice and 20% off uh, Bell Moto 9 uh, with the MIPS inside uh, so yeah jump on there if you want to get yourself a banging deal or if you need to buy a gift for somebody for Christmas which I actually need to do myself uh, so yeah Thank you very much to those guys, and thanks to everybody for listening. A uh, couple big podcasts about to be dropped, uh, so yeah, if you haven't listened to these ones yet, uh, or you just want to listen to like all of Dino from uh, his two appearances on the Caster Couch, then this should tide you over until we drop um, the podcast that we have coming up. We have on the uh, caster couch, I think we're going to call this. Casting couch. Casting couch for what? No, the cast door, you know, like Maxima. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You get my pun? So we're joined by one of my favorite humans, Dean Wilson, and the champ. Yeah, we're here. The champ is here. (laughs) We're here. How's that feel? Uh, Are you used to that yet? Yeah, people keep saying it, but it's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, I guess. I mean, I won the the Supercross Championship, and I guess it's all right. Like, I've been working my whole life to do it. I feel like I'm more of a low-key guy. You are, yeah. So, like, I kind of like just being, like, under the radar. But, uh, yeah, I guess I'm the champ now, so everyone, that's what they – but that's only until uh, the end of the – until we start the next year of racing. So, hopefully, I can do it again and maybe keep it going. Yeah, you might be the champ, champ. Yeah, let's let's hope so. Channel some of that Conor McGregor (laughs) swag. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I got his swag. That's this guy's guy right here. Yeah, Yeah. we uh, (laughs) – Was there any talk of getting Earl here? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, bro. Yeah, uh, with Earl, that was way more of a procedure. It's not like something you can just yeah, like that's throw on in twenty minutes. It's like a four and a half hour job. So is that how long it took? Yeah, then it takes an hour to get off. So far out. Yeah, it's like it's like full on like makeup artist guy did it. So it was a process for sure. Did you think that was gonna blow up the way it did? No, not really. Just because I didn't really know. Like, we didn't really have a solid plan. We just kind of winged it. Um, and so, the, the people that were at the track were pretty much just the lucky ones that were the targets. Like, yeah. I tried to get Jason to go <laughs> to the track. And um, I kept texting him, like, hey, um, are you going to Paula tomorrow? And he, like cool guide me i was like hey no the thing is is he texted me like three times and i was like i was like why does he want to ride yeah, with me he so must, bad he must never think, like why does he want to bad i texted him so many times trying to make sure he came yeah. to the track because i really wanted to get jason <laughs> but then he never he had supercross that day he was wise though he was like dude he never texted me this uh, much and i know that dean never replies to text uh, oh <laughs> you see this guy so we um yeah, he didn't show, so pretty much like, everyone that was there and on it was just who was there that day. There was, like, no arrangements or nothing, so, yeah. Fair enough. And how was, like, because I wondered, like, you did a really good job of it. At some point, people had to catch on that it was, like, um, was it, did people catch on that it was you, or did people no, catch up like, that they were getting punked? People just were very suspicious and, like, I don't know, they just, uh, 
they just knew something was off. But they didn't know. Old Earl had a bit of spunk to him, you know. They just like there this guy moves too, too quick. Who so. was uh? I think you were riding with mate. Was it Colt? Yeah. Was he out there? And yeah. then you just did like the nastiest scrub, and then you could see like halfway through the scrub, you're like, "Fuck, I'm supposed to be kind of gooning a little yeah. bit here." Yeah. And well, it was just way yeah. too much steam. It was hard. It was just because like. You're acting all day, and I don't know how to act, and I'm doing it to people I know, so it's like, they know your body movement and your eyes, your teeth, you know, so. And you're like, not a, you stand out in terms of like your size and your style. My size, my voice, my accent, yeah, so it was was tough. I feel like the kit helped you out a little bit, though. The New Balances? Yeah. (laughs) And I was wearing that jacket, that old school 90s or 80s jacket, and it was so hot that day. It was honestly one of those things I was just so happy to get it done. And then when my buddy Crest that would put all the footage together, like just kind of pieced it together and it started coming along. And like, I personally don't even think it's that funny, but everybody else does. <laughs> but you know what? It's like watching yourself, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. God, it's embarrassing. <laughs> dude, you nailed it. But like, and it come from nowhere. Like there was no warning that that was going to happen. And it yeah. was just this straight up savagery that went down and it lit up, man. Like. I couldn't get away from that in the morning, like, because obviously the time difference, I get right. up, and it was just every single story that was yeah. on my Instagram was just like, oh, oh, throwing it down, yeah. oh, oh, oh. No, I was and surprised. It got, it's got over a million views, hasn't it? Uh, two and a half million. Damn, son. So, you yeah, on that Danny cool. Duncan program now? Yeah, I just, I'm, I don't know, this could be my last race, just start YouTubing. You and Chad. Dino's YouTube, did you subscribe though or not? Mate. You kidding? <laughs> you kidding? Um, I lit that button up. You gotta do. Um, you gotta do like the. What up, Dean Paulers? Swipe up. Yeah. <laughs> My new merch. Are yeah. You gonna go that far into the YouTube game? No. I think you should though. You can pull it off. You and Adam can can really pull off the YouTube. Yeah, game. it's t- it's just time consuming is the hard part. It is a. Eh? But I don't know. I just like at the point right now where you just gotta keep yourself um, like out relevant. there and yeah, just. You know, you can also make good income doing it, you know, if you do it right. If you do it so. right, yeah. Because you, you got the Evergood stuff, right? Like, you're a part of that still, aren't you? Uh, yeah, well, basically, I just I just help out, like, Shirk and all them. Yeah. They basically just, they have, we have, like, these trips where we have little projects where we could do, like, videos and, and for Shirk and them. They, like, they love doing that stuff, you know? And they're so, good at it. Yeah, they're so good. And, uh, yeah, between all of us, like... To be honest, like I just kind of whenever they're in California, they just stay with me and and they love doing the video stuff. So when they could get like contracts or whatever out there, we do that. And then whenever we could get maybe money for a project like coming out here, it's kind of just like a free trip for all of us, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we get to come out and they get to do some videos and stuff like that. But dude, they're so good at it; it's crazy. Yeah, man. They did the first one that they did with you was rad, and I think that yeah. they captured your vibe really well because like I remember when the last time I was in Florida with yeah. you guys mm-hmm. like you had a um, cardboard boxes like your TV stand like, like <laughs> yeah. you, you really are that dude you know what yeah. I mean like you're yeah. you sort of put they put that out in the video and that was the story but that really is what you're like like you're super cheap and oh, yeah. you're like you're not that out there being this excessive mm-hmm. dude and it was cool like for it to come out in a project that normally normally you're like sensationalized shit right yeah. like if, oh I'm gonna do a video shoot I'll go rent a Bentley or go go yeah, yeah, Hanson yeah. on shit yeah. but it's like it was cool that you guys were like no let's like really tell like this laid back story 
Yeah, and, and and for them, I think it's easier with me too because they're with me every day, you know. Yeah. But they mm-hmm. also do good projects with everyone, you know. Dean had one of the projects. They did a good job with Zach. They had like a couple little honey. deals. Yeah. The honey one was sick. They're just like yeah. super creative, like like you know Shark and Tom. Like they're just very creative. Like yeah. like they just come up with stuff, and like it's just funny how what interests people is like. It's not all about sometimes having the best of equipment to get good content. Like, yeah. they, they walk around with, like, a little dad camera and stuff. And, like, I personally... Yeah, we bought it, we bought it straight off Craigslist yeah, like, for just 50 like, bucks. It interests me more. Like, it's yeah. just creative and, like, yeah. It's I'm crazy, right. It's like man. skateboard, like skateboarding um, yeah. roots, kind of, you know? It's crazy, like, because obviously you guys know this, this production level stuff that I used to do in the States. Yeah. Like, fuck, we used to rock up with, like half a million dollars worth Reds of shit. And all and it don't yeah. matter anymore. No, it doesn't, man. And you know what I think killed it is the the whole, like, Instagram story thing, right? Yeah. Because, like, that is, like, compelling content when you have a person that's just, like, mm. talking to their camera. And then all of a sudden it, like, got us used to not having to do the most, like, well-produced content in the world. And it was, well, like... Well, you like, the first, like, Verb Platinums, those things went off. But if you made, like, another Verb Platinum, people have uh, already seen that. Dude, it's already, it like, it's old. It's old news. Well, that's, like... You remember the Dream Ride video yeah. that I did with Malcolm? Dude, we put so much yeah. into that. Custom made that track, flew yeah. Malcolm out... And then that got that blew up. And that that was still like pre, mm-hmm. like around that first. That wouldn't platinum. even be that cool right now, dude. We did the second one a year later, way cooler. Build a track in Hawaii, like it was ridiculous, and it barely even yeah. got a million views. And yeah. I'm just like, what? The, what do we got to do? Yeah. But now I think the whole Instagram thing, like people, it's like people just want to watch people. They don't really care about the 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 cinematic mm-hmm. side of it anymore it's just like mm-hmm. just give me content give it to me now yeah and it's just this constant and I think, that's how- I think that's one thing like even with dean doing the earl deal and stuff like that i think people just want to see the personal side of you that you mm-hmm. kind of keep hidden for so long you know because like when they see us they're on the podium like i want to thank my sponsors blah 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 but like honestly like putting that personal side is on you for the yeah. most part and i think that's like what he's doing with his youtube and kind of what like evergood's trying to do with all all of these people is you don't really see see that like like people want to see you like even if you're just going out to like uh to eat and like just getting your conversation people just want to hear your conversation or yeah. whether it's just like anything it's well, crazy even, even how this whole thing blew up like way bigger than i ever thought it would mm-hmm. and it's just people talking yeah and it's like it's like because like your thing it's like um even when i go on youtube like i always watch uh uh joe rogan's podcast yeah yeah and it's like, yeah, they're just talking, but for some reason it interests me because they always talk about cool stuff and stuff you always wondering about and like Elon Musk, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, they just like... Dude, I watched the one with uh, that Shalizi dude. Right. Like, There's who's just, that? The, you know, like Marshmallow, it's like his agent, you know what I'm saying? And talks about like oh, how he yeah, like... Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just crazy, like the, the markets that they have broken into with just like the brand Marshmallow. Yeah. Like culinary arts. And, like, it's not even like he just makes his money on music now. He has, like, TV shows or, like, crazy stuff on the way they just went about, like, creating a brand. Well, you, you know, know who's crazy? talk about it. You know who's crazy for that is, um, you know, you know Action Bronson? Yeah. Like, you know his show <laughs> that he has on Vice? <laughs> like, what is it? Like, Fuck, fuck That's, that's Delicious. delicious. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... Or, like, 2 Chainz' Most Expensivest. <laughs> dude, right? And <laughs> that it's <shit's> all... tight. <laughs> it's great. And then that Hot Wings as yeah. well. Yeah. Where it's, like, people get on that. And it's just, like, the most random shit. Yeah, but I yeah. think... I feel like there's... I mean, I've thought a lot about it since I started the podcast. And to me, it's like... 
I think we're so used to seeing stuff in like these 15 second or minute windows, which is really cool and it's really convenient and it means you can always be watching something or doing something like if I go to your Instagram every single day there's going to be a story up that I'm going to find like entertaining mm -hmm. yeah. but then I think what that does is it makes you crave like a little bit of a deeper conversation as mm -hmm. well in a sense so I think there's like a it's like an offset that happens yeah. and it's like making everything sort of work like it's yeah. a it's a pretty crazy time and like dude even I I just got uh, one of my friends just texted me and was like, oh, who's coming on the podcast this morning? And I was like, oh, Dean. Oh, you, well, you know Jay. Mm -hmm. And then Jay's like, dude, his Instagram, uh, his YouTube is killing it right now. Yeah. And it's like, we've never seen stuff like that before. Yeah. Like writers like yourself. Like, you've got to invest in that as well. Yeah, I mean, that's like, doing the YouTube thing is I'm just trying to build it up. Like, there's like there was a guy here yesterday, I think, actually, some YouTuber and... <laughs> I didn't know who he was. I think he was a bit upset. <laughs> <laughs> Mad bro. But like, yeah, but dude, these guys make so much money, and like at the end of the day, it is about making a living. But also, if you're documenting and just doing what you love still and making money out of it too, I think that's pretty cool. Jason says he's go he's gonna be like he wants to be a um, what did you say like a food tester? Like he wants to go. Oh, around dude, yeah, I love <laughs> eating out. So like, I want to be like a. Like a like a food guy, like go to these restaurants and just like <laughs> say if their shit's good or not. You know, like basically what Action Bronson does, but I'm gonna figure out how to capitalize on it somehow. But no, honestly, I'm trying to get Dino to. I'm telling him to keep his YouTube going like you are right now, and I'm just trying to write his coattails. I'm gonna be his hype man, dude. Everyone needs that. a hype man. Yeah, everyone exactly. needs a hype man. Yeah. No, I think it's awesome, man. And like AC's killing it as well, like because yeah. he, he's got he's such a unique dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. I think and you're the same, man. Like you're. <laughs> You're the, there's only one Dean Wilson on the circuit. Right. And it's like, that's the sort of made for your own sort of channel, you know? Like, there's, yeah. there's guys that just can't pull it off. And, like, yeah. I mean, both of you guys can pull it off. I don't know. So you're saying Tomac shouldn't have a like, I don't think Tomac, YouTube channel? You I don't think, think Tomac off? would. I think <laughs> I think if we started a YouTube channel for that rug, would you it follow, would. Would you follow Moose Can's YouTube channel? I don't think the Moose has got a lot going on either, personality wise, <laughs> YouTube channel. I love the Moose, though. All power the Moose. He's a very nice guy. Are you still training at Baker's Factory this yeah, year? Yeah, I am. Did you, when you, uh, last year, did you go back to California for a bit? Like, did you um, kind yeah, of get off I, that? I only went, uh, I went to Florida in December. That was about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wondered if, um, if you were going to go back. Was, was there, like... A bunch of people that as soon as you went back to California that were just like, oh, well, there goes Ando. Yeah, I'm a, a lot of people, even like people within my group. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, Dude, I, did, I was like, I was like, I'm going to do what I want. I want to do and what I, I still be ready to race. So I kind of just was just kind of doing it. Like, honestly, sometimes whenever I just grind too hard and it's not even that I wasn't grinding. We were still training. Me and Dino were doing motos in California the whole time. And, uh. The thing is, is just like, I want to be in a place where I'm happy. And sometimes I'm not, it's not that I'm not happy there. It's just, dude, I can't, I can't be in that it's serious pretty, of an environment it, for so long. It's so boring in, in like where you dude, guys, were. well, yeah. you're on the lake. It's not as bad for you, but like, there's yeah. just not, there's not a lot going on. And you're around that, like it's groundhog day for you guys. Yeah, but, like, sh but straight up, like what we, what we do for fun is we like go out to eat and maybe go to the movies and honestly like i look forward to going to like chipotle sometimes just to get out of the house and yeah. do something you know so it's it's kind of it is and but like in california like i feel like 
we train and stuff, but it's kind of home for me, you know? Yeah. So. And you've been there for a while now, eh? Yeah, I've been there since I was 16. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't think people appreciate, like, the the grind that it it takes, especially at Baker's Factory. Like, yeah. dude, Baker's Factory wears me out and I'm just filming. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's so, you know every single day what you're going to get. And I mean, that that is monotonous and it would mm. be hard and like by the time you get into the season like you're not trying to get fitter you know no, what I mean you're trying to like, maintain so it's like yeah. there's got to be a balance of where like you enjoy the week to still be fresh enough to go racing yeah, yeah. exactly it's 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 a balance but I, honestly it still just wears on you but it's uh but at, at the same time, we're riding dirt bikes for a living, so it's it's not that bad. I mean, we can we can. No, but you gotta make it as but, good as it can uh, but be. But it's for just you. Uh, to keep riding dirt bikes and keep having an income doing what we do. We gotta grind. You know that mm-hmm. that's a that's the end of a uh, that's that's all there is to it. You know, but yeah. but it so, never really like gets easier. No. You know, it never gets easier. It's just you want to find different ways to try and enjoy the grind. You know, like. It's like the Baker's Factory. Like, the whole program, like, it's just every day you, you're training. Like, literally, like, you'll fly back from a race on Saturday. Or, sorry, you'll you'll race Saturday night Supercross. Sunday morning, you'll get up for a 6 a.m. flight, get on your plane, get home. And then before you even, like, get in your house, you'll literally get in the, on the spin bike and do your cardio yeah. just to get it done with. And then you can, like, flop on the couch. And yeah. you're just, it's, it's a grind. Like, and it, it, it takes a toll. Like, you look at... People, you know, someone like Ryan Dungey, who is well, yeah, retired the most, at like, twenty-seven. Yeah, but the most like dedicated guy ever, and it even took a toll on him. And you know, I think it's a great program though, because it's this law of self-discipline. Like, no matter what, you have to get your training done. There's no cheating or no. any ways about it, because you always have to record your heart rate. And I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even on it anymore, but I still do the same thing. Well, yeah. it's it's funny though, like because you get dudes like like the Moose. Mm-hmm. He loves that shit. The Dunge, they love that shit. They want to just be told that if you do this, 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 and this, you'll be ready. And then, like, nothing else matters. But you're right. You Like, you only can do that to a point. And I think one of the biggest things that sucks about our sport at the moment is that, like, we're not seeing... Like, dude, Chad, K-Dub, uh, Villeman, all those dudes, like Tim Ferry, but, like, that last era before you guys sort of came in, mm-hmm. the norm was, like, riding into your 30s, like, yeah. early 30s. Yeah. And now it's, like, shifted, like, a five-year shift. It's like, okay, well, it was early 30s, bang, now it's late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, it's just this five-year shift. And then we don't get to enjoy guys like yourselves for long as long as we should. And, like, dude, I'm 30. I'm, I don't feel old. Yeah. Like, I'm at, I would have... If I'm done, I'm retired for three years by now. Yeah. And it's like, I'm still a young dude. Yeah. So, to me, I think that's one of the hardest things. And I think, like, A, there's too many races in the Supercross series. And then you go outdoors, and then there's no off-season. So, yeah. it's like, I think that there's... That is an issue, kind of, within yeah. the sport. And I think that's why you're seeing guys... Because you just can't sustain that grind. Yeah. And, like, if you maybe have, like, a 14-round Supercross series, 10-round outdoor series, and then that would make races like this easy to do and mm-hmm. more fun to do, right? Yeah. I, I think it's tough because I think you're just going to have, you know, decisions from, from us riders, but then from the corporate side, the people that are paying the bills, you know. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard to, you know, justify anything, but... Yeah, I don't know what the right answer is to that, but yeah. for me, I would like to go into my early 30s racing, but at the same time, that's still a long ways away, and it could, 
it could get to a point where I'm like, you know. But it's hard. It's got to be hard, right? Like you're in because the last time we hung out, we were talking about like this whole plan that you had yeah. for like the years, and it was funny. I, rem- I I specifically remember you saying that like I want to win win a championship by. I can't remember what year and then you kind of had like the rest of your career mapped yeah. out to where you still wanted to be a test rider but it's yeah. like it's got to be hard now for you because you're in a unique place of being like you're a champion so now it's like mm-hmm. like that's one of the things that I find really disappointing for Chad almost is like it, he just might not get a ride and we just might not see him race again mm-hmm. and it's like that's not a in my mind that's not a very fitting way for a guy that's given so much to the sport Mm -hmm. to go out and it's like for you you're going to get in a position and ryan would have got the same villo would have got the same thing james is another one where it's Mm -hmm. like when you've people expect so much of guys like you and now that you've won a championship they're going to expect even more so it's like for you to go into your early 30s what you're going to be cool with getting seventh in the championship and then you know it's like you're almost like a victim of your own success yeah i mean for me like i think um i will obviously at some point we're going to start getting beat you know when you get older but at at the at the same time i love racing so i mean honestly it would be kind of nice you know to kind of like slowly work your way you know like if i'm 30 and i'm still racing and getting top fives look at brayton you know he's making yeah. a career out of it and i don't think there's anything anything I think wrong with that but i think the hardest thing is is what people have to say about it you know what i'm that's saying that's what i'm saying and, yeah. the, and the people are always going to tell you have something to say i mean just look at instagram dude there's trolls everywhere so i mean for us we just kind of got to do what we really want to yeah. do if that's getting fifth and you're 34 years old and still making money Hell, if you're having fun, go do it. Dude, I'm pretty sure LaRocco got a podium at 61. Dude, <laughs> LaRocco, dude, actually, Brayton's the oldest winner, so. How old was he? 30, he's 34 and like a half or something yeah. like that. Well, at, Brayton must have been close then. But that's no, why I was no, talking about no, no, Brayton. No, he the is the oldest winner. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was talking shit about right. LaRocco, but he was old. Yeah, but that's what I was talking to Justin about yesterday was he's making more money now than he pretty much has his whole career. And yeah. he slowed his like hey, a his winner whole Daytona roll, will do that for you. He's he's like slowed his whole like roll down though. He's not doing the outdoor grind. He's doing all these off season races. He's racing here, gets to stay in a beautiful place in Australia. You know, then he like bought a house here and stuff. Didn't yeah, it? like did. his program's sweet. I think it's really good and he's sustain you know, still racing and doing what he loves so because you got to think i think though, it's good on him you got to think like when someone says like oh i'm gonna start a new diet or i'm gonna start working out or whatever what's like the advice everyone gives them make it sustainable like you know what i mean <laughs> don't go so hard that you can't sustain like yeah. you, i'm never gonna eat a carb again no bro you're gonna eat a carb again like you can't yeah. do that and i think that it's the same with what you guys do and like I mean, and I love Alden, like, obviously, he's a a friend of mine, but it's, like, that program, it's, like, I think you know what you're going to get. It's, like, you're going to win, and then you're going to be super over it. Yeah, but I... But you've got to hope that the winning is enough for... Yeah, but I feel like Alden, like, I've I've had the conversation with him to where, you know, sometimes I don't want to be around him, you know? Like, (laughs) at the end of the day, and I told him, I'm like, dude, it's nothing personal or anything, and I want to work with you forever, but I need longevity in my career, so me being in California don't take that personal but it's just me getting away from you because he's so gnarly whenever you're around him all the time and uh that's just how he is that's just his nature but that's the reason why he has so many championships you know Mm -hmm. so it's uh 
it, it is a give and take but I think for like like me like I gotta really know what I want yeah. and I gotta know like my plan and I gotta worry about me you know I don't want to worry about hurting Alden's feelings by going to California or anything like that or just anything you know so um, I think you gotta just worry about that for, for longevity but I still don't even know if that's gonna work because I'm only 25 so we still got another yeah, yeah, years exactly. to come to figure that whole deal out but. it's cool that you like if you look at you from the outside and your image yeah. you're like fuck he's a cruiser like he's yeah. not, you're not really thinking too hard about yeah, this stuff yeah. but like you really are man and I think you're, you're smarter than people give you credit for and not I don't think it, that's in are like a bad way are you saying I look stupid yeah big time <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I don't think that's like a bad way but I don't you're not like you don't put that image across all the time but you're nah. like you think about this shit a lot yeah um, yeah I guess I do I, I feel like Honestly, I'm way more analytical than people would would uh, yeah. would realize. But it's kind of cool with me though, because I feel like it kind of sets the bar low for me for expectation, and I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Australia, we're here. I'm pretty pumped you're here. Yeah. Um, is this your your second trip? Yeah, and mine is second, second trip. Yeah, yeah, you both. It's both yeah. two years in a row mm-hmm. that you've done a day. Yeah. yeah. How do you like it? This event. Um, I like I like the event. Just being here in Australia is super nice, and we come here in the summer. It's uh the weather's nice, and uh, they let me and him go chill on the yacht whenever we fly in. So it's not a bad deal. We get to check out Sydney and stuff, so it's cool. Yeah, Dang. no, it's really cool. I love it here. I just woke up from a nap, so I'm still getting out that grogginess. Just like you knew you, know. you had to come here, bro. You should have <laughs> <enough. You> <laughs> done. The jet lag hit me so hard. Like I fell asleep in my room, and then I woke up, and I'm looking at the time, like oh, I gotta get going, and I just like. Oh, I'm still coming back to life. Yeah. Anyways, love it though. It's like we we've been having a good time. Um, it's just an awesome country, awesome people, and yeah, it's just really fun to be here. Yeah. The um the track last night. I guess we can talk a little bit about um the you know the event like the racing side of stuff mm-hmm. uh, itself. Uh, what are the I guess like your um, thoughts on on the track? It's it's hard because like they've kind of got a certain space to work with, mm-hmm. but I think they they did a pretty good job of the track this year um, yeah. with with what they sort of had space wise. Yeah, I think the the track's pretty good. It's uh it's kind of small, but it's not it's not like bad or anything, you know. And I think they do really good with the space because like last year I saw it and I was like, holy crap, it's gonna f- be so tight. But when you actually ride it, it's, it feels bigger than what it looks like. And uh, yeah, but this year it's a, it's a little bit more technical and it's kind of I think it's gonna have a little bit harder uh, spots to pass. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I got I we. Uh, we got our butts kicked in time qualifying last night by Brayton, so hopefully we can uh, figure it out Think today. like the two oldest guys in the class. Lucky Metcalf didn't beat us. Uh, <laughs> dude, Betty's been Brayton's pretty good. The gas, though, for yeah, sure. dude, I was like doing a... I did one lap, and I'm like, man, that was pretty fast, and I'm fourth behind Reardon and Brayton on top two, and guy hasn't raced in six months and beats me in qualifying. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's alright. Yeah. I'm always quick for a short spurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Sarah said. <laughs> did she come or not? Yeah, she's here. Oh, did she? I haven't seen her. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys, yeah, and you're going to come up to the Goldie for a bit, eh? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be sick. Yeah. No, though. I'll be good. Be good. It's mm. pretty cool because obviously I'm racing New Zealand, so um, I'm going to Hayden Mel Rossi's after this and then riding and training. And, you know, my main priority is to get my training in still, but at the same time, I want to make it a cool little trip as well. So then, uh, the oil field piping guys have really looked after me and will be staying in the Goldie and uh, probably riding at Reardon, so it'll be fun. 
and then we'll uh, we'll have to do a couple boat days with old Harley and maybe a couple of uh, couple cool dinner spots. You can yeah. I, I mean the boat days. I don't want you, you, know, don't I don't want you guys know. to talk about it anymore. Are you, I was say, are you, yeah. What are you doing? Are you going back? Yeah, I, I'm. I, yeah, I'm flying back, riding Monday, Tuesday, racing Paris, back to Florida. Oh, you gotta go. Man, to... I, I'm really on the grind. I really next year though. I want to hopefully plan to maybe do this same deal or something like that. It'd be cool to kind of be able to spend some time here. It's you, too far to come to just go straight home. I know. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like that's why I did last year. Just came for the weekend and then raced. Pa- Flew from here to Paris, um, so that was like that's a big journey. flight, too, yeah. Dude. And we got stuck in Singapore for a couple of days, so he's racing in Paris next weekend, which is actually cool because I can watch that. But yeah, um, yeah, it's I don't know. This off season racing is like it's kind of fun though. You're just like kind of cruising the world, <laughs> racing, seeing stuff. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I wish that. Yeah, I just wish that the schedule let everyone do it. Because I feel, you know what I mean? Like, if there was... Yeah, we, even for me, like, I have to fight to be able to race these races. Dude, I... Yeah, th- yeah my th- team manager barely let me race this one. <laughs> Earl. <laughs> Earl, your team manager, Earl. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, y- you know what is a crying shame? And I know you boys don't want me to say it, but you two should have been a straight rhythm. Straight rhythm? You had a bike. You had a 252 stroke. Yeah. Shit was sitting there. Had a one plate on it. That was a shame for me. As a fan, I was I was I, I got so much, so much like trolls on my Instagram saying that I shouldn't be running the number one plate on a two stroke because it was stank dogs. Tell them that. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, my whole feed like hundreds of comments, and I was like, I wasn't red near ready. I only rode for like a week before. It's so. forty five seconds, bro. Dude, I had to make sure the knees would stay in place before I go try that stuff. Yeah, I was chatting about that. <laughs> hey, you want, we need to go do our okay. signing. You gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta do our signing, but. Yeah, thanks for having We're us We're getting on the here. eye right now that's saying, like... Oh, oh, who's, who's, uh, oh there is people. Oh, okay, there yeah. is people here that are telling yeah. you. Well, don't leave me alone, guys. <laughs> that's all. I'm, I'm stoked to come on. Uh, and uh, when do you go? You go straight away, right? Uh, yeah, I go back tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I wish we could do like a legit one of these. Me and Dean, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go deep. We're gonna do a three hour one. I think Dean's got <laughs> Dean's got some stories. Bring these at the after party tonight. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna do that. I think once I've finished pressing record on this, I'm out. I'm because right, this right. has been a stressful deal getting this shit sorted. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it, boys. Yeah, uh, it's been good seeing you. Seeing that I'm not allowed back in America anymore. Well, what? You're not allowed back in America? Did I not tell you that? Why? Oh, it's a long story. Okay, yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you knew. G'day, Billy. Uh, Come on the podcast, Bilko. These guys are leaving me. All right. See you guys. All Free right, smoke. later. Free smoke. Yeah, thanks, boys. Cheers. Oh, no. Dean Wilson and Jason Anderson, the champ. Dub boys. Thanks, legends. Later. I'll talk to you after. It, I mean, it's such a shame to me that they call Ricky Carmichael the goat. Yeah, I feel like there is definitely there should be an asterisk next, next to his. To, yeah, yeah oh. for sure. Because yeah. like, really, what's he won? Yeah, really. I mean, what five national championships, couple soupy titles. Yeah, I think he won ten championships, and it's like, but Ronnie wasn't yeah. at any of them. Yeah, and it was all just yeah. like political stuff. Here he is, the yeah, Scottish yeah. Thunder. He's back. He's are emptied you, the bladder, you, and he's in. This is you, bro. Get on the casting couch, bro. Headphones are there. You just yeah. we're on. Oh man, this is this Whoa. is a good day. What yeah. a time to be alive. How are we looking? You want to run there? Oh, are you good? good? Oh yeah, it's all bloody. It's all happening. The the, the rain's just really hampered the setup mm. here. So mate, you've had a week, Hello? eh? Yeah. Hello? You've had a week to get to this point, eh? Yeah, it's been 
been interesting week for sure. Just um, so we, uh, I, I did a writing school on the Gold Coast. It was awesome. Had a good time. But. And uh, yeah, just everything was going good. Like I even rode. I wasn't going to ride, but like, oh, can you ride? I was like, yeah, sure. So I was riding with the kids and, and you know, the other, you know, even the older guys and just doing some laps with them while they were doing their open practice. And then we're having like a sweet time. And then we're working on a section, like a corner, but you know, uh, there was a jump before it and I parked my bike on the side and then I, uh, Sarah was standing on the side and yeah, this guy just jumped and lost complete control and nailed my bike and nailed Sarah and broke my bike and obviously broke Sarah's nose. <laughs> For Sarah, it was honestly, she got hit so hard. It was like, she it got was, out of it good. Yeah, really. she like was the bike was like on top of her and she like weaseled her way out and there was just blood everywhere. Oh. And then it was like, yeah, it was it was pretty scary. It was gnarly. Like she got What did you think? Like did you think it was worse than just a broken nose at the start? I don't know what to think. It was like real dramatic because I like <laughs> ran and then like like I ran so fast on the spot. Like she actually has a video of it, but I, I first I got out the way and then I looked and then I see that I'm going straight for Sarah and then Sarah has the camera because she was filming me like you know uh, coaching the kids and then like all she just gets drilled and that's what I see and I started running towards her but I was running so fast I was like losing traction on my feet like I was like <laughs> I was like running on the spot like a cartoon character <laughs> so yeah she got hammered by the bike bad so it was pretty gnarly she's a tough cookie but eh? she is she is Dude, she went out that night yeah, just like yeah. just charged just so, didn't let her borrow, yeah. Borrow it yeah it was uh it was a shame it was just yeah a little bit of a bummer but these things happen accidents happen so it's what it is here we are in auckland the past two days have been absolutely beautiful oh, dude. That's like what I, I mean not yeah. even a cloud in the sky and then today has just been non-stop rain so it's what it is got to uh deal with what we have have fun with it. Is that it? was um, that powerboat deal yesterday looked pretty sick. That powerboat deal yesterday was so fun. It's like little mini jet boats. Yeah. And what I kept get, getting confused about was like there were so many different colors, uh, little floaties on the you know on oh, the yeah, yeah. on the water, and like so the track like you had to go in between them, and I kept getting confused. So like the first like honestly like the first three or four times like I'd kind of mess the course up. And then the last one, like it, it was lap times, I actually got the course right, and dude, I wrecked the, the lap, and then uh, I ended up with being the fastest. It was actually pretty funny, but they were so fun. You were just like wide open, and it's like going around the corners. It's like if you're on a dirt bike, like if you bury the, like a yeah, berm, it'll and you lose in. all your speed. Yeah, yeah. So like you kind of have to be like real smart with it. It was fun though. It was awesome. Uncle, Uncle Ronnie put it up on the, uh, the like rode it out the water, got all sketchy. Yeah, did he the, fully beached it he yeah. committed to yeah, yeah he uh, the guy was not happy <laughs> he, i think when he we left stoked. the guy that owned that that joint was like so happy to see ronnie leaving like yeah not happy <laughs> dude uh and who was in second place did it feel chad, quite good chad oh. it did feel good because i know chad low-key took that serious inside Bro, he so. takes everything <laughs> serious so though. i was like obviously i was just doing it for fun but like then it, i went up first and then i got fastest lap and then he, First time he wasn't really too close. Second time he wasn't close. Third time I beat him by one hundredth of a second. I was uh, what was that? Uh, twenty four point zero eight. I was, and he was a twenty four point zero nine. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. so you know I'm rubbing salt in the wind stinging. on that one. Oh yeah, be stinging. Uh, yeah. Would have felt so sweet. Yeah, no, it was, it was like it was honestly like really fun. It was like just something different. 
that's what's cool about coming over to these events is like they do like have these this yeah. cool stuff set up for us um yesterday i missed the bungee jumping which i was or two days ago i missed the bungee you wanted jumping. to do that too oh eh? yeah that would have been fun Dude, i yeah, like see, those I'm not thrills. About that life eh? i yeah. like those thrills like i like the thrills that like you could potentially die that excites me <laughs> <laughs> have you have you thought about that and why that is is there something going on uh, there? it's just yeah. that feeling of like if it goes wrong you're dead but yeah. at least like if it goes wrong on a bungee jump like hopefully it's just instant and we're not like i don't want to suffer like yeah. if that yeah. bungee cord just snaps like just yeah. ending that like i'm not trying to lay down there suffering nah so i yeah. just feel like if, if you do it it's going to be a really good time or you're gonna you're not even gonna know yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> it's I mean, like it's like yeah, a win -win. i don't know it's Weird. like fun or that's it and there's just a curtain closes and you don't even know it's closed like yeah i feel like i could be one of those guys that you know when they're uh, they're like, it's kind of dumb, really. But you know like when they go on high rises and then they just yeah. like cheat death, like they'll hang. Oh, and, like, yeah. I feel like I could kind of do that. Like, really? Oh. Yeah. See, I'm not on that program at all. No, I maybe wouldn't take it to some of the extent they do, but like something sketchy like that, I, I could see myself. So doing. you're the dude that when like you. Uh, at like a cliff or a waterfall, you're oh, yeah. like toes over the edge, yeah. and everyone else is like, yeah, yeah, "What yeah. are you doing?" You're or that like guy. high hotel room, and like you can get out the window, and there's like a little thing, like you know, it's just ah, dude, you know, you know, you know, ah, Eli, yeah. Bro, Brodo. Yeah. So we're at uh, we're at Eli's. Uh, sorry, we're at Daytona this year, and uh, we had like a balcony, and we were like twenty something stories up. And then Eli decides to get out and like dangle his feet over the balcony. And it was like schoolies week or whatever the, whatever yeah, that spring is. Break. Spring break. Spring yeah. break. Yeah. Right, yeah. So then there's just like all these people, dude. And they're like screaming and like pointing and shit. And I was like, hey man, like it's kind of funny, but I think you need to get inside now. Yeah. And then, so we are all in there. Wes was, uh, had no idea we were doing it. So then we like 20 minutes later we're all just chilling inside this hotel room and then the cops come to the front door and they're like hey uh i'm pretty sure there was like somebody on your balcony just now and like that's like super illegal like was it you guys and wes is like nah man it wasn't any of us and then we're all just sitting there like trying not to say anything and then wes gets in like a full-blown argument with these cops because they start like pressing the issue really? he has no idea and we're like these co you could tell the cops are going like man this is like an oscar-winning performance that this guy is putting on <laughs> yeah, like yeah, in yeah, denial yeah and then and he actually generally and didn't he just know. generally oh, didn't know and, yeah. and all of us are just sitting there like trying to keep our mouth shut and we all look so guilty dude <laughs> and then wes has generally had no idea he's like and then the cops left he's like can you believe those assholes and we we're like yeah eli was out on the balcony <laughs> Oh man! It was just like, what are you doing? There's boys? Wes sticking his neck out for you, yeah. dude, and he was genuinely so angry at these oh. cops too, because he was like, "Dude, we're here for work. Like, we wouldn't do any of that." And yeah, uh, and yeah it turns out we did. So, yeah. but uh, Eli's that guy too, apparently. That'll just like send it off the hotel. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not that guy. No, no, don't need that. No. Talk about sending it. Uh, what are your expectations in the mud? Have you had good mud races? Um. I don't know. I feel like it got long legs, so that's like a plus. Yeah, we're just, just gotta get the starts, that. man. It's honestly the starts, and then staying clean. Like, you know how much time you lose just trying to like wipe mud off you or like get your tear offs or like oh, when yeah. you hole shot, you don't even have to ride fast. Literally, just like roost the guys behind you as much as you can. <laughs> Fish tail down the start straight. Make them pull tear offs, and then just do all the obstacles. Be smooth. Be clean. That's uh, Jeff's keys to the race. Yeah. Jeff's keys to the motor. No, what is it? The keys to the motor? KTM keys to the motor? No, it's Jeff's keys is to it the Jeff's? race, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Number Jeez. one on Jeff's every weekend. 
get, get a good the whole start. shot. Get a good start. <laughs> Dude, you know get what? Get a good start. <laughs> I remember, I remember uh, every week I'd literally think like, all right, can we just take get the start off? Like, or yeah. can we just put it You're not allowed to use as like start? 1A yeah. and yeah. then let's yeah. go to 1B. Yeah, like yeah. We, can't, we can't go down that road. Yeah, no, so uh, for the mud, just send it really. Did you grow up riding much mud in Scotland? Yeah. How old yeah. were you when you left to go to Canada? I was like eight and a half or nine. I can't remember the exact age because I was in between. Like, I know I was like definitely eight. I think I was nine. Yeah, okay. And you, 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 you rode a nine. bit of mud in oh, that time? Oh, dude, it rained all the time. It was always muddy. And do you think And then in Canada, it wasn't really... In Canada, it wasn't really... Not a lot. Of, a few mud races, but not... not Like, Scotland's like same climate and stuff as here. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, yeah. It was pretty muddy, but, and then when it would get cold in the winters in Canada, that's when we go to California. Yeah, okay. So, uh, that's how we ended up eventually moving to California. So. Do you like, do you have guys when it's a mud race like this where you just know they're going to kill it? Um, like maybe not here, but I like Chad, in the US. I feel like Chad's pretty good in the mud. Like when I say send it in the mud, Chad sends it in the mud. Like, like he... He, he just kind of goes for it and you need that mentality like my mentality in the mud sometimes is I'm t- I get too timid like I get cautious and timid because I don't want to fall I don't want to fall and then I don't really fall but I'm just riding slow mm. really slow so um, but it's like Kevin Wyndham though when it rained you, you could almost always say K-Dub was going to take the win when it was muddy you know yeah. Yeah. dude you know what you're right because I remember like Chad and K-Dub would always have like insane mud battles eh? I know dude that Daytona that one year when was it Chad's bike or Kevin's bike, one of their bike exploded. Yeah, right it was the, it was Chad's bike. It was Chad's, huh? Honestly, the craziest mud race I've ever watched, as in battle wise, was like Seattle. I want to say it was Seattle or San Fran. I can't remember. 2006. It was like Bubba, Ricky. Yeah, I remember Chad, that one, dude. Yeah. Ricky was on Bubba's ass to the checkered, and it was like a full battle, and they're like cross rotten and like <laughs> it, it's wild. Like, dude, wasn't yeah. there like a it really? Was, it was 06. Wasn't there a gnarly one in Toronto as well, where all those boys like battled crazy in the mud? In Toronto? No, Toronto was a right one, but t- Toronto's a covered stadium. Oh but yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. they brought in really soft dart one time, like and it was crazy. It was like, it was frozen and then unfrozen, and then it just got crazy right. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. The mud, like, as much as it's a piss off for people to like race and then for the mechanics it yeah. sucks for you guys it's yeah. not as fun like god damn it's exciting for yes yeah, for, for fans sometimes not real but it's like sometimes the fans want to see some like you know some getting air and webs yeah, and like yeah. you know people writing kind of at their actual capabilities where sometimes mud's like it depends what mud you're talking about like yeah. i'm talking rolling feet out like i don't know if that's yeah. exciting that like me. that a1 that josh grant won that was mud that was like real mud right no. no. Oh, the who won the JG one? Yeah, JG one. What was the nah, What was the like crazy A one mud race? That was five. five yeah. Carmack was launching the triple. Yeah. Uh, K Dub won. Yeah. I think Loraku got second. Dude, you I guys, you guys are like, dude. That's the thing that I always would say about Jats. Like, Jats was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And people would be like, Is Is Jats like Is Jats all there? He doesn't yeah. say much. <laughs> and then you'd be like. You're like, no, yeah, no, he's, he's normal. <laughs> and then you'd be like, hey, Jats, who won, uh, who won Steel City Moto 2 2003? And he's like, Mike Brown won. This, and then yeah. Matt Walker got no, And you're like, no, 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 he's good, he's there. Like, he just doesn't my, say much. My school IQ and school me have not been great. But oh, when you yeah. want to talk more across, obviously I love this sport. It's all I watched as a kid. I can go back to like 
my mobile IQ, I can go pretty even. I can go deep into the nineties. Like, really? Yeah, oh, like that far back. Not super far back, but like the two thousands, definitely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, for uh, sure. This kid's a freak, and he's like yeah. that with NFL stats too, man. Oh, yeah. But like, it's yeah. just like he just saves all of his like mental capacity for that. He's yeah. just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go deep in. Uh, I'm just gonna go deep in moto and stats and stuff. That's yeah. it. That's why, like, if I ever see like a old one of the OGs, like. Even in Australia, I, I watch old school Australian races. Like I remember watching one where the dudes dropped their bikes and started like pushing each other. It was I think it was Danny Ham and um, oh, and, and it was Ando, yeah. Oh yeah, and then, back in the SX Master yeah, days. And then there's another one where Chad crashed. Like remember the one? It kind of went viral now, but remember before? Like he's on a Suzuki, crashed like four times. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and then what other ones? When Pastrana and Chad were battling, and Chad was on his Cowie, yeah. and Pastrana was one. just like back in O1. case and yeah. stuff, and he like. Oh, he like launched off the track once and he was like out of control and then finally he like Kate comes up short on this triple and just grenades himself. <laughs> Chad won that night. It was like and that, I wanna say that was like two thousand to two thousand one, one of those. Yeah. So who uh who who else do you think could be like a, a real dark horse tonight out in this uh out in this mud? Because it's gonna be muddy. Uh who could be a dark horse? <sighs> uh bu- 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 bu. dude, I don't I don't know. Jats could be a dark horse. Nah, he's nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> he's not. Nah, Jats could be a dark horse. Any of the 250 boys that are here could be mm. a dark horse. You yeah, know? Jay, I, we were saying Jay Wilson. He sent okay. it. At, at, You're right. Yeah, That's Jumbo, a really good. Yeah. See, there's nothing. I watched that race too. I watched it because obviously I was hurt and I just watched all these races. I watched uh, that mud race and he was jumping everything and he had a massive lead as well yeah that's what jet said like yeah. he wasn't just like trying to win he was trying to like yeah. make everybody feel like they weren't riders <laughs> yeah. yeah it was unreal i remember watching that i was like man that was crazy i wonder like where that comes from like i wonder oh, yeah. i think he's just confident and has good balance skills it's a lot of balance like jumping oh, yeah. in those ruts in the mud and like that's a, that's like i said like when you're in the lead yeah if you get in the lead you have that clear vision you're not all heavy like dude when you're in the back it it sucks. Yeah. You need to make passes quick. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I'm, uh, Dean's keys to the race, make passes quick. <laughs> get, get the start. Get the start, get the start, get the start, and get the start. Yeah. Nah, it's been sick, man. Like, so you guys are going um, back on Sunday, back to the US. Pretty sure you still haven't booked a flight, but I know you will at some point. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's been a good trip. Yeah, so far it's been awesome. It's just been a bit of a rush trip. It's What's kind of hard is like, obviously the DPH boys really looked after us, um, but it's just hard not really having like stuff when stuff goes wrong. Like I didn't have really a whole lot of parts or stuff yeah. like that. So it was really stressful in that department. But other than that, I had a great time. Got to visit, you know, more out back, like where Hayden lives. Checked that out, went to the Gold Coast. I've been there before, but enjoyed that. Um, but it'd be nice to like have a bit of time where I'm not just rushing to do everything, you know? Like, I the felt problem like is, like, the way that you guys, like, your season, man, like, it just mm-hmm. doesn't, like, you, there doesn't is no off-season. No, there really isn't. Like, if you get a week or two, that's not an off-season, you know? That's, like, mm-hmm. a small, small break, but um, that's why I think if, if you, you know, guys like Tomac, you know, he, I guess he did Des Nations and did Monster Cup, but he's had a successful season, made a lot of money. Like, m- most of the time, you, that's why they don't do Des Nations or anything, like, it's, I think it's important to have that off season recover, and have that time off, you know, because yeah, the off season gets hectic. But obviously for me, like these are really good races for me because I've missed a lot of races. Yeah, uh, the summer with my knee, so I like to be racing right now. But last year I didn't stop racing. I raced thirty five races last year, and it's quite yeah. a lot. 
Dude, it must have felt good after everything that happened um, with the injuries before last year, mm-hmm. and then you come back. It, it, it's a bummer you got hurt at the start of the year, though, because, mm-hmm. man, like, uh, you looked really, really good at, at Anaheim in practice. Yeah. And then to have that, that crash. Was that a case of you just feeling, like, really, really good and pushing it? Yeah, it was, it was unfortunate just because... Obviously, I did all these off-season races last year, and then we went, and me and Jason, like, rode a lot together uh, before the season and, like, had a pretty gnarly boot camp, pushed it hard, went into Hanaheim, and I really just wanted to, like, oh, I was just, like, I, I was, like, more, like, hungry. Like, I wanted to like, go in and kill it, and I was, like, fourth off the start in my heat race. Came around, and I was, like, manual. I was manualing this section, but not, like, you still had to tap the front wheel a little bit, and I, I was kind of close to bag it and I just got excited and I manualed and the front wheel just completely messed the top and it just oh it like I hit that that crash hurt so bad that crash like I, I pile drove the triple on my shoulder and to this day my shoulder is honestly like 75 percent it's unbelievable it's I've been I, I I work on it every time I'm at the gym I do my therapy exercises but it just takes time like it feels a lot better but trying to race throughout that whole season with that shoulder was unbelievable it was so hard and uh oh it was tough and then like even sleeping at night i couldn't if i slept on that side i'd wake up in the middle of the night and it'd be achy it'd be like the worst injury and like it was a shoulder contusion bone bruise that's what they kept telling me and i went and got two mris and like this is just gnarly like and then i blew my knee out during supercross as well so i had a messed up shoulder and a blown knee and i just just trying to like train during the week and it was just measurable like honestly it was really tough and um, I still got second got podium missed a few rounds uh, obviously from my shoulder and ended up getting seventh in points so I mean I still like crawled my way back up a little bit got podium a few top fives and tens but um, then I was like okay I'm obviously it's a contract year for me so I need to just keep going so after Vegas like Glen Helen and then getting ready for outdoors because um you know if i top five overall supercross or motocross i'll get re-signed for the next year oh was that in your contract yeah and so i was like you know i got fourth the previous year and i'm pretty good outdoors and then just unfortunately someone connected with me in the air and uh yeah was that was that at a a practice track glenn helen thursday and it was just a random day that hit you uh no he was a pro like a privateer guy yeah but still i mean yeah it was pretty disappointing for sure yeah, well, I mean... Because, like, it wasn't intentional, obviously. No, I mean, it ne- just, like, obviously it never is. pissed me off, tell you that much. I couldn't believe it. I was sitting in my truck afterwards with two blown knees, just like, yep, I'm going to have to uh, get these things fixed. Hey, you, you want to sub in? You want to yeah. get a, you wanna get jump in on here, Hayden? Thing, Come on. Yeah. Jets, you're done. Come on, I'm get out. in here. I've got the boot. Oh, you got the boot, I've got the boot. Uh, get in here, Hayden. Come Hayden, on. Hayden, Hayden, swap. You finished better in points in the lights class. <laughs> hey, Hayden, you want to give us a dance? Hey, Hayden, you want to give us a dance for the fans? No, nah, come on. Come on, you've been trying so hard to copy Jatsy's dance moves. All right, check out my Michael Jackson Jats. dance moves. Jats, get in there. Give us one. Give us a, give us a Fortnite dance. Come on, in, come in on. Yeah, front and center. Come on, one of these bad boys. Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, just wherever, man. Yeah, you're good. Oh, uh, uh, wow, hips are. Whoa, oh. hey! <laughs> flossing on them haters, son. <laughs> wow. Are you right. are you working out them headphones or are we gonna? How long till you got them sorted, bro? Oh, give me a couple. <laughs> hey, there he is. All right, yeah, let's go. Is. Get those on. The boys. 
The boys from right, uh, what's the what's the name of what's the name of your town that you live in? Young, young, the young, yeah, the, the, y- the youngins. Here I'm like I'm a, I'm a youngin now. You yeah, know, you're part, a of the, part of the young family. Hey, Hayden, keep that as close as you can to your face. You'll hear the difference. Pumping the music right now. Yeah, we're we're a disco disco. <laughs> so, big dog stepping up on the 350. What you can't handle the 450 or what's that about? No, uh, you can never handle the 450. So, yeah, I got um got a uh, you know Dean Wilson coming over, so he took my uh, took oh my he took I took his bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had two I had two allowed for me, and uh, since he come over, you know, just I got demoted, you know. Well, broke one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sent one back, broke it. Sorry, oh, mate. Oh yeah, nah, no, no good, but. 350 is pretty good though. So. They do. They're good. And I bet the 350 might be the bike of choice It tonight. may not be bad tonight. No. Dude. Definitely. I think the power to weight ratio, you know, like being a bit lighter, oh, I think I'm in for a chance. <laughs> Big time. So hey, I'm, oh, not strong, I'm not dating yeah. you. I don't yeah. doubt anybody. I'll tell yeah, you that yeah. much. You not, never can. Not in the rain anyway. So you, you, really so you hear stories of guys that are like, they're super good practice dudes or they're like, but then they're not as good at racing or they're like, just own the practice track, own the racetrack. In your in your experience at the practice track out in Young, where does uh, where does this young lad stack up? Is he a, is he a sender? Because we know he can bring it on the race night. Is he a practice sender? Still got the fastest lap oh, time yeah, on his yeah, track. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> That's on matters. Friday, the day before he left. Who who won the last moto? Okay, I had broken suspension. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. And a flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> Not joking. <laughs> Actually, generally had a flat tire, but I feel like he. Still feeling good off of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna let him have it, you know. A little bit of confidence coming in is good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm carrying some momentum, yeah. that's yeah. for sure, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was a good time. We, his track is sick. He's got an awesome track. What is yeah, it's a sick and it was facility, like, we, eh? dude, we were like when when I was staying heads, like obviously Hayden Hayden was like my uh training partner, mechanic, <laughs> he did it all. And cool. anyways, yeah, <laughs> hence why you got broken, uh, broken suspension and a yeah. flat tire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he, like, I'm surprised he didn't wipe my ass, honestly. But <laughs> um, we had a great time. Like, but our days were like pretty hectic. It was like, wake up, train, up, breakfast, uh, get to the track. Uh, you know, water the track. He'd be on the bobcat. Uh, I'd be watering. Then he would hop on the tractor and we'd water. Get there, get gear on, ride Duramotos, like ride quite a lot, like all day. And then after that, wash the bikes, work on the bikes, hit the gym, get back, he'll cook yeah. dinner. <laughs> uh, I'd work on my vlog. Sorry, I'm not calling my, the YouTube, not the, the vlog. The I chub. don't call mine the, the vlog, chub. the tube. The tube. And then, uh, dude, that was at dinner bed. Like, it was just, the days were flat yeah, out, weren't it they? Was, it, was like, it was full on. It wasn't much downtime, that's for sure. You no. know? But that's kind of like your lifestyle, really. Like, you're you're that dude, right? Like, you love that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's the grind. It's it's part of the sport, you know? Yeah. It's, it's who's, you know, I mean, growing up, it was who's putting in the hard work, you know? Because if you're not doing it, someone else out there is. Yeah, know? yeah. But no, having him, man, he's, he's got the same mentality, which was great. I know he's in his preseason training, which was kind of good for me. Um, yeah, because it, it kept you really, oh, like, he, on yeah, it. Yeah, you know, a lot of guys kind of switched off after yeah. you know, the SX Open. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, he was in his preseason. He's like, you know, we're doing 50 laps today. Let's do another 75 tomorrow. Like, just, just pounding out laps. And for yeah, me... Yeah, I was, like, getting a bit excited. Yeah. I was like, we're going to do 50 <laughs> laps this day, we're going to do 75 this day, and then we're going to do 100 laps at the end of the week. 
But I'm, now I'm thinking, oh, dude, like, I don't really have tires. Like, I got yeah. a lot excited, so we just, like, stuck it. Like, yeah, because I saw one, one of the days you did 80 laps, yeah. eh? It was a lot. That's no joke. I yeah. mean, it, he did 75. But 76. He, I, I he rounded it up a little. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> hey, I was trying to space it up a bit just so, like, you know, Reed and Britt and Cena. Hey, this boy's doing 80. <laughs> <laughs> just let them know. Yeah. Get a young boy. Yeah. Hey, you know, Salty, I was just throwing a little yeah, bit of space on there. A bit of heat. I was, was rounding it out to 80. Uh, do you, and I did put it on my YouTube as well. Fuck, now I'm done. Done for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you guys hang out much in the States? Because you're both in Florida, right? Towards the end, yeah. So where did this, where did this bromance first started get started in Claremont. We're the Claremont crew, yeah. right? Yeah, Claremont crew. Just uh, But where was the first time we locked eyes? The uh, <laughs> Open last year. Oh, that's year. right. Oh, We're yeah. at the after party yeah. last year. So this year. is a bit of like, this it, is a bit of international hey, strange It was a qu- right quick, now. quick little like, you know, hey, how you going, He was just like, came over at the after party and he was just like, oh, what's up? How's things? Been talking to me and Sarah, just being like super nice. And then the security just grabs him. He's literally like standing there doing nothing wrong. And he's like, You need to get out of here. I'm like, Why? I was like, Lair Hayden. Hey, it was rad. Yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah. I don't know. He lives in Claremont. And then um, I was obviously hurt all summer. So I was just cycling and training. And then and then I don't so even know how you first eventually came over. I, I, know, I just told him to come over. And then he's like, Dude, we should have a barbecue. So he comes over. And he brings like obviously being a nice Aussie, he brings like stuff to barbecue with. And I didn't know he was such a like master cook. And then yeah, I just pretty much sat and played Fortnite while he cooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's he's it's quite the chef though. He's good. <laughs> he made that guacamole, just eating some chips and walking. I'm playing my game, and he's in the kitchen whipping it up. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, this works for the, me. The, yeah. u- the usual grill grill outs, you know, it's like okay, somebody brings something, you know. Yeah, but yeah. For him, it was just. His house, his Xbox, and the yeah. grill, you know. I brought everything else. Oh, and then, he was the man. And then, made it happen. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. When we went to Young, to his place, this, you know, a couple weeks ago, he was making me look really bad because he's got <laughs> his oh. girlfriend, and he's just pampers her. Pampers her. Breakfast in the morning, coffees, like, and I don't really do any of that. So I look <laughs> horrible, like, and I'm just like, he's like cupcaking all the time, and oh, man. So now you got some work to do when yeah, you get Yeah, I was yeah. definitely not looking too Sarah, good in front Sarah of Sarah. Sarah knows what a, what a real yeah, man's Sarah like Yeah, Sarah just right seen what a real gentleman looks like. Yeah, she, no. uh, I mean, she just gets mauled by bikes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> broken noses and all. Yeah. Oh. Like nice, man. I, I love to cook, so it doesn't bother me, you know? But um, especially when I have guests over. Yeah, like he's Dino a great Sarah cook. Here. It's like such a process, though, like cooking, cleaning, eating. It's like I just I just love Chipotle. Just go to Chipotle. It's quick, dude. Lovely. That's like yeah. my that's my that's definitely one of the things I miss about oh, America. Hundred percent. I just like and we got that Guzman Gomez yeah, or whatever, but yep, it's like it's, it's just not the same, man. Like Chipotle dude. is like a, a three to four time a week thing minimum. Dude, a four a minimal, sure, man. You know, minimal. It's it's amazing. Nothing like it here. When the last place I lived in the states, like we were riding like uh, like Hollywood, West Hollywood, mm-hmm. and dude, I just get on my bike, and it was so quick to get to Chipotle, mm-hmm. and that was just my go-to. No traffic, just ride in there. Yeah. No, you got options, sure. you know. Get the burritos. You want the yeah. soft tacos? Even the you just can't beat it. Like it's like the go-to after riding every time, mm. dude. Except I don't during like. I, I try like during the week like I don't try to eat any Chipotle like I try Why to not? eat like cause I just try to eat like Sarah like will make me a nice lunch and then just I like to just eat like home foods like eat at home during the week cause we just eat out all the time while we're traveling you know what yeah, I mean yeah yeah that's true obviously eating out is easy and convenient but if someone's gonna cook for you <laughs> then uh <laughs> yeah I just think it's, it's important for me to like eat 
breakfast, lunch, and dinner at home during the week. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And it makes you appreciate it more too. Like yeah, going when out. you do eat yeah. out. Do, are you going back to the States next year or are you staying here? What are you doing? Yeah, nothing set in stone just you don't yet. Know Unfortunately, yet, I mean, man, the dream's always there. It's, it's never going to stop, but to do it on a private tier. It's, it's getting harder uh, and harder, eh? It's harder, especially with this, you know, arena cross series finishing. There's so many yeah. guys that are, that are sitting back waiting for their opportunity. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm ruled out or anything, but there's so many Americans and. I just feel like America being so patriotic, it's they're going to always lean to an American person before myself. So it's it's difficult, definitely at this this point in time. You know, um, you know he's doing the Cambodian nationals though. Oh yeah, Cambodia yeah. and in Afghanistan nationals. Yeah, yeah. I got a big you bring know, that one world plate tour. back, son. <laughs> I got a big world <laughs> world tour happen. I'm going to be a Brighton. I'm going to go from weekend to weekend. Yeah, dude, straight up, man. Like you can make some pretty good monies, like just money's money doing the just the off season stuff these yeah, days. Oh, right? sure. him. yeah i was just joking about him but that's what's <laughs> actually kind of funny is like me running a red plate like i just signed up here to race two races and all of a sudden running a red plate one this is sick i'll do this more often because i haven't ran a red plate in 2012 was the last time i had a red plate did so. you have a red plate on when eli cleaned you out yeah Thought, I thought so. See, that's a bit of my mm, moto knowledge. I was actually nah, I that was remember. some that was some bullshit. Yeah. Hmm. He ran. I know he it's ran red plate a lot on PC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty free, and frequent, and it looked good too. Yeah. And you used to run the red gloves with it as well. Yep. You'd so have like the, the green gear with the red gloves. Always the red gloves. Yeah. Ha. You haven't ran a red plate on a 450 yet, huh? So nah. This is first. no. So it's yeah, next debut. It's not, and it's not FIM. Yeah, yeah. But eh, I'll You'll take it. I'll take it. You got it. You got to take it. Having a red plate in America, you're truly a badass, no matter what class. It's pretty Oh, crazy. dude, for sure. Yeah. It's crazy how heavy that thing can be to people too, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, you see people that get that red plate, and it's just like struggle street straight from that. Does it, is it like, does it weigh on you mentally being like a points leader? I feel like when I was younger, it did, because I, I uh, would just stress out too hard on it, or try too hard, or whatever. Like, so, now that I'm growing up, a little bit, not much. I haven't grown up nah. much, but now I don't think it would be that heavy on me. Like, yeah, I'm honestly like after all the shit I've been through, like I'm just happy to be at the races, get to do what I love. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I always say I'm a privateer, but I just like you're not gonna be a privateer. Yeah, I just honestly like I, it's like crazy as you grow up and you like go through these life phases and stuff like that. Like, it's just like honestly, if you just like put in the work, do the right things, like you know what the right things are. Like, if you do something that you shouldn't be doing, then inside tells you, you don't, it's like, you get this inside feeling you shouldn't, like, yeah. it's not the right thing. Just do the right things, do, like, be a nice person, and good things happen. It's crazy, though. Like, I'm, like, such a karma person, like, it's mm, crazy. Yeah. It's, it's gnarly, though, man, like, because everyone, like, I've done a podcast with Chad this week, then I just did one with BT, and, like, everyone's talking about you as this story of, like, okay, well, something's wrong with the industry if you don't have a ride. And it's cool, like, I think that that's, like, a credit to you as a person. And it it speaks to exactly what you Mm. just said. Because all these people are now rooting for you in, like, such a massive way. And I think that it's solely because you've been so good to everybody. I think the American industry, well, I've noticed it, it's all off one race. And I think it's it's so hard. Like, you know, Dino's been a great rider for years and years. But, I mean, no no disrespect to Barsha or anything, but he come out and did like a couple you know two or three races boom all of a sudden he yeah. signs a two-year deal it's like yeah. wow you know like but dino i mean he got had a great year still he had got a couple podiums and this and that and all of a sudden they mm. forget about what happened you know a couple years yeah, prior exactly. so it's yeah it, honestly you just 
you just have to be healthy. That end of story, you got to be healthy. Like I've not, I did my knees. This is like, you know, I've, you know, been hurt a lot, and you just got to be healthy. When I was healthy, and that when I like was that privateer, then I got on Husky, and then I just said I didn't even set the bar high. I said I want to be top tens, and I because I knew if I just like didn't put pressure on myself, say hey, let's top ten every weekend for twenty nine weekends, let's top ten, mm. and what happens? Just my results got better. I got podiums got re-signed you know it, it all just like so many good things came from it just by saying hey like instead of like going flat out you know right at 85 to 90 percent and finish the races and just salvage a top 10 and you're there the next weekend you know mm. and like just good things came from that so then when i was re-signed and then i you know for the next year and then that's where i go into from anaheim one it was different mentality it was like yeah. i want to like battle up front now like i don't want to just run a top 10 and then yeah that didn't end well you see that so often though like with the the young kids in the 250 class this day and age they come in with so oh so hot like you know making it it to round one yeah Yeah. adam yeah they always crash them man like Like, there's so many kids that come in all guns blazing and it's like if they just wound it back like two percent five percent you know they would be there thereabouts every weekend yeah dude, you know? it's just of, that growing up thing though i think yeah. it's just the age like i was the same so dude speaking of all guns blazing did everybody see jet lawrence's pass yesterday oh, yeah, yeah. God damn is that from deegan that the deegan, deegan yeah, that oh was, my god that was intense he yeah. showed a lot of speed there dude yeah, that's was, straight send mode son. Cool. is he in sicko mode is that what travis scott wrote mode? that song about yeah it could that was be. pretty close to sicko mode yeah i, I haven't got to see him I haven't got to see him ride yet, but from what everyone tells me, he's the real Jet's the real Whoa, deal. I mean, he's, he's just like turned fifteen. He's no, in he's A-class. still fourteen. He's 14 but make, yeah, they made him race A class. What I've heard, that really was meant to race B, all signed up, and then uh, yeah, in, smoked him in practice, and the, and the AMA is like, no, he has to step up. Raced, you know, the EMX overseas. So, no yeah, way. 14, fourteen. He's gonna bro. have to do a couple years in A class now, you know, and he, and he's holding his own over there from what what I can see. Dude. Yeah, that's, that's it. Cool. I just as soon as you said young kids sending it, I just like man, I watched that shit so many times mm. yesterday. I love when, I mean, obviously like I'm biased because he's an Aussie kid, yeah. and I think we need a couple more mm. Aussies like really because dude, like for, for you, right? You're fast enough to be over in America. You're fast enough to be on a good team. I think mm-hmm. if you got a good opportunity, you'd be up there. Yeah. I think it was the same when Jats was there. 100%. Like he was yeah. getting fourth in heat races. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like but the Lawrences right now have got you know what the infrastructure yes the the amateur program leading into their pro career which is is what what we're all over there trying to get you know and what they've got right now if they can just keep their head on and and you know have fun with it at the end of the day i mean they're going to be some you know turning some heads in in professional ranks i think like one of the bummers right is that i think that when you get guys like the moss brothers and then you get reardon and you get these dudes that went over there and like Keisha, and mm-hmm. then the JDR dudes, Ty Simmons, like all it was like Medi, Reed, and Burner, and mm-hmm. there was like these staple Aussie dudes. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a feeling of trust in the industry with Aussie riders mm-hmm. because they were like these guys are on the box, they're doing doing work. Mm-hmm. Medi won motos, Burner won uh, motos, podiums, all that stuff. But then that new era, like Reardon, the Mosses, mm-hmm. they went over there, and in my opinion, they kind of jacked things up for us a little bit mm-hmm. because. Then all it was like flash in the pan. They're yeah, not. Yeah. They're not. They're yeah. back. They're not. And then you guys went over, like you and Jats, like, and it just 
it never seemed like the industry wanted to get behind you guys mm -hmm. in the same way. It seemed, it almost seemed like they were burned a little bit yeah. by like that sort of second wave of Aussies. I think. And now I think that Hunter and Jet, yeah. if they can do well, they're going to like reestablish that like trust in the industry. Mm -hmm. It's in like to get a factory right, it's so hard and you're only ever given one year. And it's yeah. because like you've got this amateur program coming through. So if you don't perform in one year and you're, for instance, you know, like a Macadoo, he got one year on Geico. If you, you know, if you're the lowest place Geico rider, you've got amateur guys that are going to push you out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to prove yourself. So you've really only got one year. And as Dino said about being healthy, if and like some dude just hit you and blew out your knee, yeah, like you're you're not in control mm -hmm. of this sport. Like you're such a passenger in motocross. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people. I mean, Canard getting landed on 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 a triple. Yeah. You know, it's there's a lot of. You're not just yourself it's you got to rely on other people not to do stupid shit as yeah, well yeah and it's like dude the, the racing just never gets easier you know nah. it never gets easier if you're a 250 guy and you're like the top 250 guy there's always people coming up trying to beat you and there's young kids coming up you know and then if you're like a 450 guy like myself and you, you just have the 250 guys moving to the 450 class and the 450 class just gets heavier oh, yeah. and heavier you have guys like Brayton and Chad who yeah. are like Legends that have been in the sport for or in the 450 class for years, and then you have the the 250 guys coming up, and then you have guys that have been in the class for a few years now, like myself. Mm. The class is insane. Right? Oh, yeah. you're getting forced up from 250s too. Like yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, with the points and, and stuff. And so many like, people get forced it just up. It never gets easier. But did I wonder what I I wanted to ask you what what's it like to know that you hosed Eli and Ando at some point in your career. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but... Because, like, I, I now, like, obviously, they've won titles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you've won your lights title, obviously, yeah. but it's, yeah. like, does that, does that like, play on your mind in, like, a negative way or in a or you just... It gives you confidence to be like, well, I know I've beat them before. Well, yeah, I used to beat those guys all the time, same as Barsha, but, um, I mean, I still feel like, uh, I, you know, I feel like I'm not far off of them, but the best thing that I can do, like... You can look in the past and say that, but that's just honestly going to put, you know, make you depressed and down. Like, I honestly don't even look in the past anymore. Like, I think they're great writers and they deserve everything they've got. And uh, for me, I just want to look in the present and just try and better myself every day in my racing and whatever. Like, because those guys just haven't went through what I've been through. Like, yeah. dude, I, I just, I feel like there's not a lot of people that could have kept going like there's been some mental oh, times dude. that has been gnarly but that's why i just have it's all about having a different perspective and i feel like my perspective now it's about um dude i just want to be happy and i and i want to ride my bike for a living and i just do what i love and that's what's important to me now like you know um sometimes like yeah those guys are are winning and but um, but you've got to have confidence in like your talent they, they can level be measurable to too though you know you can see a lot of people that they're the champion or whatever they are and you know they just don't really enjoy life like i want to be happy but i also want to set a good example to the upcoming kids like you know to never give up and and just be a good person all around um so yeah just with my injuries and stuff like you can't you can just you can't look in the past you got to always look ahead but you've got to know that like your talent is there to like be able to beat those dudes right no it is it is my talent is there and you know, even like I, I feel like I'm not far off of Jason, but 
I just feel like my consistency, like Jason's consistency, is really good. Um, and it's got to even just if be you like watch mentality like, stuff. Yeah, too, it man. really is. It's a lot of mental, and he's got a lot of confidence, and they're just yeah. all good writers. So but many, it's a big mental game for there's sure. There's so many factors that go into it, not just like crazy, you're talking eh? mental, like you're talking like the start. It comes down to start techniques, like the the infrastructure of like teams. Like Tomac's been on Kawasaki now for years and years, and he's going into Anaheim One probably with if not better than what he had at Anaheim one last year you know what I mean where Dino coming in on as a privateer so he's trying to build his own program again yeah. you know? so there's a whole so many factors that come into it like there's tents that, that separate the top top guys yeah. you know but yeah it's crazy It's we're all so close there's so many good riders but uh, for me I think I'll be fine but the, the thing that's crazy for me like the whole privateer deal is like it's so hectic and there's so much to get done like sometimes I'll like I'll try to squeeze in my training, but sometimes I'll mess with training just because yeah. I have to get shit done. I'm just like, oh my god. Man, Ben said like an interesting thing yesterday though, like hey, there was something that happened where like uh, Alden was off with Nicky Hayden. So like he was on that full Alden grind program, right? And then he went to Freestone and was, he said I was just exhausted. And then he said Alden went to like some race in Europe with Nicky Hayden. And then, so he just said that he couched her for a week, went out, went one one the next weekend. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, there's there's got to be like a balance. Like, I feel like sometimes you guys get forced into thinking that you have to be grinding every single day. Yeah. But it's like, at some point too, like there's got to be a balance for rest. And if yeah. you're doing all of that other stuff, like where is that time for rest? I don't know. I'm speaking just on myself, but maybe Dean's the same some of my best racing have actually come when I'm sick because going into the race like the night before I'm sick you know I've got a cold and that day I'm the pressure I take the pressure off myself thinking yeah. oh I'm sick like I'm not expecting to do well and I'll go out and I'll kill it you know what I mean and maybe that's I mean maybe that's just me but you know sometimes it's like it's not all about you know how much you train and all that yeah. you know mental and health everything comes into it well, I've had that like even lately like with the fight stuff that I've been doing like there's a there's like a weight division where you fight in and like you expect to win that and then there's an open class division where like dudes are like 120 kilos and you're like well I don't think I can win and then you win yeah, and then you're yeah. like but you're not nervous for that yeah. one at all you because take, you don't expect I'm it. like oh I'm probably gonna lose yeah yeah and then <laughs> yeah. you end up winning and it's like well shit why can't I just like have that same mm -hmm. mentality yeah, yeah I don't know uh, my take on it like I think Alden's approach and Tyler's and like I, I enjoyed it, but I mean, there's some parts that were like really tough. But I but think you've make, that you're always program have to make is like is mental toughness. It's, yeah. It's it, I feel like I that that program built up my mental toughness for sure. Yeah. Because there's times where you just want to quit, and it's about not quitting. Yeah. Because you're gonna get that, and you're gonna get to that stage in your motos like Southwick, 27 minutes in, Ooh. you got someone on your ass, yeah. like you want to quit, yeah. like you should oh, want to yeah. quit. Yeah. No, there's been moments like where I've been leading and I like I could have easily just pulled off. Like I'm dying. Like I'm dying. Really? I'm so yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. Like eat, like back in 2011 when I was winning. Like I it was like Melville and it was so hot and Tyler was like riding really good that mo. I got heat stroke and after the mo like I just got water balls and just poured them over me. I was dying. I started shivering and it was like really hot. I'm shivering and I was dying. Like I was in the lead. I won the race and. Um, yeah, it was rough. So, it's just a mental game for sure. You got to be mentally tough. And yeah, just so you, you got to yeah. be able to suffer. So like, and that's where I think Zach Osborne and yeah. anyone, anyone, <laughs> anyone at the top can suffer. 
plain and simple. Mm. Like Jason, it's funny. Like he's just such a character because he he always tries to play off a little bit. Like he uh, does, man. He does. I'll tell you what. He can suffer. Mm. I've seen it. Mm. And he, yeah. he puts in the he puts in the work too. Like uh, it's just funny. Like people always try to like have these little takes on him and like obviously I know him. Don't let him fool you. That dude works out every day. Tra- like trains hard, rides hard. It's just funny, but yeah, he can suffer. Dude, yeah, and he comes across like basically a freestyle rider. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or like a Berriman sort of dude, but like, yeah. You can't win a world Supercross style in 450 class by like being lazy. No. No, Or just, yeah, you just... He showed he had everything to win the championship, even at, uh, I think it was Salt Lake with the flat tyre situation, maybe. I think... Yeah, when he had to pull in. Like that, that right there, like most people would be gone yeah you know, but he he held his composure like, that was funny that race i you okay, were yeah you were like i i <laughs> so he crashed first turn knocked all his spokes out okay i'm like third lap i got cleaned out and mick and uh i got cleaned out and my uh uh oh i popped my thumb out and anyways my, my bike was all all messed up so I pulled into the uh, I pulled into the mechanics area and Jason was already in there because I needed to get my bike straightened out, and uh, dude, it was so dramatic in there. They were like freaking <laughs> out. So I was like, he's like screaming. I'm like, all right, fuck, you know, like you guys just get get what needs to be done. I mean, I mean, I'm oh, not. I thought the- you were pulling in there to like <laughs> give him your bike. Oh, you're <laughs> as bad as everybody else. So. So then, like, I commented on Jason's thing, like, man, I pulled in just, to, like, to give you my bag, so, or whatever, like, the fans just ate that up, like, it was real life, like, because it's always funny, like, to troll some of the fans, like, and they were, like... You on that Takashi shit right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they were just, like, how, like, come it, on. You can't do it, I mean... You, you can't, he can't go I'm, out there and write a number 15 bag. Like, yeah. I went in there for my own problems. Yeah. It, was, it was just a funny story. But, dude, like, I mean, fuck, like, in the heat of the moment... You'd be just like, and he's your friend, and yeah. like you're not in the championship. I would get like if I, I if, mean, if like, he needed it, I would. You're the guy that would do that. Yeah, because I mean, only because I'm not in contention. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Um, yeah, it was it was it was, uh, it was just funny. I I was going in with my own problems, and I see he's in there, and then he's like just stressing out, ah, screaming, and then like you know he gets going and just dumps the clutch. Ah, he's out of there. Then oh man, what did you have wrong with your bike? I got cleaned out. My bike was all twisty, and I popped my thumb out as well. And then uh, it, it went back in. So I was like kind of hurting, and then I was so far back, and then so we straightened out, and like I caught back to like 13th or something. But yeah. Salt Lake was bad. Then yeah. whoops, track was sketchy. That whoops, that like, was a horrible. Dry. Race it was dry, mm. and the whoops were so edgy. Mm. Oh boy. Do you reckon they should like train, change the tracks, like do different stuff with the tracks? Because I feel like we just watch the same track every weekend almost. What was the uh, what was the Florida track where Hill? Jack- Jacksonville? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. That was the best track of the year. I don't know why. Like, for me, like, as a fan watching that one. Why? Felt- you like that beach sand? Oh, I hated that sand. Yeah, yeah but see, that's a thing. All right, so that's the thing. You guys probably think it sucks. But for us at home, it's like, that's what we want to see. Like, I, I feel yeah. like you guys want, like, you guys want the path of least resistance to yeah. where you can just go out. It's not going to give you bike setup problems. It's not going to cause any sort of dramas yeah. for you guys. But for the fans at home, like we like we want to see that yeah. because man, by like round nine of the series, everything looks the same. There's like one dude's got a 15 get points lead, and it's <laughs> only like a two horse race, mm. maybe three guys. So it's like I don't know. I feel like there would be resistance from like teams, especially because then there's like the bike setup stuff that yeah. you have to go through but like man i really wish that there was like 
some different stuff that went down I with mean, the tracks. Because, like, just, that, why is Daytona the most exciting race every year? Yeah. I, it's the I, most they crazy just need track. to design, I mean, design new jumps, I guess you could say. Yeah. Instead of just doing a triple, double, I mean, get a bit more dirt, maybe make it, you know, instead of a dragon's back, maybe a big staircase to the hill, um, to the sky. I mean, that just, would be cool. I mean, you've got, I mean, you got to a think, like, work, it is, yeah. like, you see freestyle, like, it's all evolving with different stuff. Like, it's super across the tracks. Are, there's the only same, so much yeah. you can do, you know. It's, it's, it is hard. You've got the over and unders, like, you know, I mean, what else can you really do? What other jumps can you add, you know? Like, but you right. see, well, like, like, there was a staircase that went up the hell, hell you like You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, like the Coliseum back in the day, but, like, jumps, Dude, I don't know if you guys have seen this. Have you seen... I don't Hayden's not very like you know when we talk about Mo IQ I don't feel like Hayden's no, got a good no, Mo IQ no. like he barely <laughs> knows who Jeremy McGrath is I don't even I'm, I stay away from the motorcycle like you know, the, 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 the websites. Hey, I'm you're not too busy. No, I'm just talking hey, about he's too busy pampering his chick to exactly. watch races, he's too busy, like, <laughs> Hey, she just called me. Then. We can FaceTime if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so we um, uh, where was it going with this? Oh, so there's like this race. It was back in the '90s. I want to say. I don't know if you've seen it. And dude, it's all wooden ramps. And it's on like pavement, and they like launch these mm. wooden ramps, and like uh, oh, guys yeah, like make yeah, yeah. like, and they had these wa- these wooden berms, and they just like rail them. Send them. Yeah, they'd send yeah, those yeah. like wooden like single things yeah, as well. Yeah, like. yeah. I mean, I feel like there's definitely like there has to be room. I like the split sections from back in the day on Supercross. They don't do split split lanes very much anymore. No, yeah, it's no. always like it always ends up being like super one line though, eh? And Joker lanes, things like that, maybe instead of just Monster Cup incorporating it into most Supercrosses. Like, like, that'd be cool. I think too, man, like, I wish there was more of the Triple Crown style deals mm. because, like, because I feel like it's so dependent on, like, who can grind. Well, this year, yeah, because it's 20, 20 minutes, not 20 laps. You know, these boys are doing yeah. 27 laps. Like, I mean, they lap up to six, seven position some races yeah that's insane yeah, to me right? I could, yeah i could imagine as spectators it gets quite boring and you know but and the thing is man like if say if there was only two teams in the nrl and one of them won huh you can't find it nah. if could you imagine if there was like two nfl or nrl teams how many people would watch that for yeah, 16 yeah, weeks yeah. but that's what supercross ends up being man it ends up being two teams between two guys it ends up being nascar ha- you it's know the same, after, yeah but but see nascar have the thing where it's the like points reset. they reset. Yeah. You know, I think with the 17 round Supercross series, the points need to reset for top 10, possibly. You know, maybe at you know round 10, seven yeah. rounds to go. Let's reset the points. Let's you know, and top 10 go for it. You know, I think maybe that would be something to look into, keeping it entertaining. Yeah, no, I just think that the the problem is is that the uh, the teams would be scared of it because you'd get like Roger DeCosta, who all Can't like yeah, he just wants to win. The, the championship every year so it's like that's really all mm. those guys care about so mm. it's like I don't know it's a, right. it's a hard I one I gotta roll boys gotta roll? Yeah. Time, track time to get yeah I gotta get lunch and then track walk what yeah. time is it right now 3.30 3.30 how long have we been going for see you guys how long have we been going for Mick hour 30. 30 hour and a half I don't know is there anyone I know this guy's just seen some shit one two three four those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.